Come now, my darling. Let's step back in time with me for a spell. Back to when the wild things, they were not for sale. And what was sacred had not yet been forgotten. Hi, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. I am Lady Stars of Fire. You are listening to Other Lynn Dreams, and I am here with Mr. Hill Hippie. Hello. (laughs) I'm feeling very childish right now. We're going to be doing tonight's show on the squirrel. But before we get into the squirrel, I'm saying I'm feeling very childish because I feel like I'm picking up, like I'm picking up on that energy, and apparently it's in the room because it is one of Hill Hippie's guides, and you're probably going to be hearing a lot more from Hill Hippie. I have all kinds of information that I have here in front of me to go over from different websites and different things that I've picked up about the squirrel for tonight. However, it is one of Hill Hippie's guides, so. I'm going to be putting a lot of it off on him because he has specific stories and I do not. But with that being said, before we really get into everything going on tonight, I wanted to say if you were already trying to tune in and if we're running a little bit late and all of that good stuff, I do apologize. We were having some technical difficulties figuring out some of our own stuff over here on our end. Yeah, we've been uh, playing with uh, trying to upgrade our video setup for those of you who have uh, joined us on Patreon. Yay! Hint, hint, hint. Crickets <coughs> in the room. Uh, you get to see the full <laughs> video versions of all these. You will be seeing an upgraded version of the videos. Uh, you saw what we were able to do with the Grove of Bright Blessings Crystals 101 episode that we did just this past Sunday, which was, I believe, a very, very solid, good episode visually as well as informationally and uh, com- comedically it has some good comedy on it you know i wasn't in it so it wasn't great comedy but it was still some good comedy <laughs> let's face it you fuckers ain't as funny as i am but no. we still had you know some good comedy the video quality that we had on that show we are working on upgrading as we speak right now this just in we have upgrades look at that <laughs> <laughs> that is a very cool lower third <coughs> uh, lower third there ek i like it i like it a lot I like it a lot. I told you, I Come feel like the squirrel. With your own material. I'm sorry, I feel like the squirrel. All of a sudden, I am completely... Okay, apparently the squirrel has some really important stuff, but what I'm picking up from him is just complete goof-off. I'm glad you uh, stopped there, because if you just said, I just feel like squirrel, I was going to say, oh, you want to put nuts in your mouth? Is that it? <laughs> wait, wait, Let's wait. just not go there. <laughs> <laughs> After the conversation we just had about Mike etiquette. <laughs> nuts. <laughs> Some hanging low nuts. <laughs> See, you guys need to get on Patreon and you can understand what we're talking about. <laughs> For a dollar a month, it's worth it. You know, you can listen to the podcast when you're at work, you're on in your car, you're driving good a uh, good information. Good laughs. Come home, put the kitties to bed for God's sakes, and then watch the video because it is worth it. You know, we we've we put been, a lot into it. We, yeah, we've been doing more since we've been doing this video of trying to incorporate some visual cues to get you guys in, like our show and tell on our uh, spiritual tools episodes, the shamanic and the twigs and googleberries. Get your minds out of the gutters, y'all. I love that name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, twigs and jingleberries, not giggleberries. <laughs> twigs and jingleberries. It still sounds funny. I yeah, like it. It is It is funny. It is some good stuff. <laughs> so tonight, we're going to be talking about <coughs> the squirrel as a spiritual guide and as a totem guide. It's um, when the squirrel is reaching out to you, he, he he's not subtle. His hand will be sticking right out trying to get you to pay attention to him. 
And EK completely missed that. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting. I was like, and does EK acknowledge? It's picture time. <laughs> um, it's There when, you go. There we go. Yeah, squirrel will stretch out. There's a tape delay. <laughs> when squirrel comes into your life, it's time to take life a little less seriously more often than not. He wants you to inject some fun and some laughter into your life. And enjoy the wonders of the world in which you inhabit. You know, because he will either, uh, he will show up in times of stress in one way or the other. It's either, dude, it's time to relax. Come on, let's go have some fun. It's time to do something. Oh, by the way, you might want to plan for the future. Winter's coming. He's not a Stark, he's a squirrel. <laughs> but he will tell you to squirrel everything away and make that mound of nuts and make sure you have got yourself prepared. <laughs> I'm just I'm just laughing at the cute little picture. <laughs> no, I mean, I, like I said, I don't have personal stories with the squirrel myself because it's not my guide. I mean, squirrel has popped up into my life, and if it pops up in my life, I know it typically is telling me that it's it's either like you were saying i need to prepare mm -hmm. or it's time to have fun stop and enjoy life and have fun right or it's being told with the preparing pay attention because squirrel if i see squirrel in the road i'm being told to pay attention because something's about to happen and i'm not going to acknowledge it right uh, but other than that i don't really get information from the squirrel and like i said i mean I, I pulled up all kinds of different information to go in all different directions, depending on what Hill Hippie had to say tonight. But I wanted to post, you know, send a lot of it his way because it is his guide, and he's definitely got more information, you know, and more more information, and it's more closer to it. I mean, it's his totem. I have no idea what they're doing over there. <laughs> what are you two doing? Oh, uh, Ek, I'm an adult man struggling to open a bag of potato chips. And you see, this you started picking on me the minute I walked in the room. <laughs> I, I, I don't need your excuses. <laughs> this but, is not karmic payback. <laughs> <laughs> don't or, you start with me. Or is it? <laughs> did, did you come in scissors? here? With, come in here with your squirrels telling me <laughs> that I'm not nice, so, so I'm being sabotaged with stronger, stronger strength bags of chips. <laughs> With that being said, you know, there's a lot of people who um, who talk about, you know, my spirit guide must be the wolf, or my spirit guide is the bear, or my spirit guide is some big ferocious animal. When I first started getting connected in a shamanic level, I thought my totem was the squirrel, and I was completely fine with that, because the squirrel is stronger than what you think. The squirrel could have opened that bag of chips for EK. He would have found a way. He would have found a way because that guy is buff. He is a very manly, <laughs> manly guy. That's an awesome picture. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, just because he's small and he's eaten by most of the predators here in the physical world doesn't mean that it's representative of squirrel, the spirit guide, you know, because you're getting certain aspects of the physical animal and there's extra, uh, extraordinary, uh, extraordinary reality spirit guides who is actually who represent squirrel. You know, we've talked about this in past shows. The spirit guides that are associated with animals aren't actually, you know, spirits of deceased animals that have come to take over uh, take uh, care of you they're spirit entities that have never had actual physical form they exist in a reality that we typically don't interact with but they're here to help us and guide us so squirrel is a lot stronger than what you think he is a very very he's a good guy to have Can he's helped you? me a lot can well, I intervene for a oh, second? Oh, please. Um, okay, the way I look at spirit guides in general, like like what Hill Hubby was just saying, is, is I look at it as the essence or the energy of what it is you need to be receiving as either a guide or as a totem. And 
Like for me, I probably have like 200 guides. I mean, it's ridiculous, okay? But they come in because for one, that's the way my mind works. I mean, I my father was a Native American. He was Cherokee. I mean, and so it, and when I when I relate on a spiritual level, I, I relate to the animals. And it helps me to understand. So when they start coming to me, that's one reason why I get so many. Because I receive the information in a way that my mind works to where I, I that like, like for you, for me, it's a dragon. I mean, I, I understand when I'm getting that energy that what's coming in is, is being created for me to understand it, to be that way. So these guides, like he was saying, not necessarily a deceased animal, but the energy is taking on the form of that animal because it's something for you to be able to connect to and understand with. So this is one reason why it comes in that way. But with that being said, this is why it's very important for you to realize, I mean, you do hear like the bear, the wolf, all of these other animals, like he said. I know I love that picture. <laughs> Um, and, and this is why, you know, having a small animal is never a bad thing. I mean, small, some of the smaller animals can have very big medicine. Mm -hmm. And so you shouldn't pass judgment before you know what in the hell you're talking about. Right. But with that being said, go on back to where you were. Uh, actually, I'm going to go ahead and pass the roll on to you and let you give because uh, you've got a boatload of information over there and like I said I'd, I've got stories you've got more of the information <laughs> I'm sorry you can, like I said apparently I'm picking up some of that energy because I just want to goof off I'm sorry <laughs> alright um I'm going to just start off, like I said, I was going through a whole bunch of different information, and by all means, it'll be whenever you feel the need or want to intervene just tell me shut up with that being said, I do that anyway I know that, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, so what I was starting off with what I had on my paper was when was the last time um, when was the last time you thought too much about the humble little squirrel we often see it scurry about and we marvel in its cuteness upon close introspection however we start to realize the little creature teaches us something that's very important within lessons of our life and what we need to first learn to do is to observe and learn <laughs> um, one of the squirrel's most documented traits is a tendency to hide its nuts <laughs> and when you were saying that earlier about the nuts that's what I was laughing about because I knew that was one of the things I was going to be speaking about was one of its tendencies is to hide its nuts for future use in fact we can see the squirrel at this activity most of the time either hiding nuts or attempting to find them later or stuff them in his mouth or her mouth <laughs> or its mouth we don't know its gender identity <laughs> Anyway, um, this brings us to some of the most important things that the squirrel teaches. First, the squirrel symbolizes energy focused through its goals. Another, From another point of view, the squirrel's cheerful activity is a reminder to play and to enjoy life. <coughs> they like to hide their acorns. As they hide the acorns, it also becomes a lesson in, be in becoming prepared. Nice phrasing. I don't think I've ever got to say that to you on this show. Nice phrasing. <laughs> Every once in a while, I could say something right. <laughs> you guys know, Helen B. always picks on me because my proper etiquette sucks. But that's okay. Sorry, I was drinking my drink. Anyway, um... Seeking of acorns, did you know that the squirrel only finds around one in ten of the nuts that it has that it hides? Did you know that? No, I did not. That it hides so many, it typically only goes back and finds one of them. Hence, it is also a symbol and a warning against over-preparation. Some of the source, some sources even say that most of the oak trees in the wild are the result of squirrels' failure to find the nuts that it has buried. <laughs> <laughs> I was curious if you'd have anything that's, to say about that's that. That's an interesting concept, you know. 
I don't know how much proof could be put into that, but it, it, it's an amusing thought to think that every acorn, every oak tree out there is just a missed meal by the squirrel. Well, see, in a form, that's also a fear in, in the way I see it. I mean, it's, okay, hear me out. It's, I'm going to be overprepared. I'm really working at being prepared, but I've been so prepared that I kind of forgot what I'm prepared for and I've lost things, which comes down to being overprepared and working so hard for it because he's afraid come winter he won't have food. Right. In, in that aspect, it's like the uh, the people who do the doomsday prepping and they go all out and they they can five years worth of food then they die of old age well it's kind of like the idea of you if you get i mean in our sake if we got too much food like 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 vegetables and stuff if you went too far okay for me personally i love vegetables and i love fruit but i freaking hate to buy it because i buy it and then i don't eat it as fast and then i end up throwing it out because, I, so I've gotten aware if I want it, I have to go buy it that day. Okay, I have no idea what that has to do with this. What I'm saying is, is if you over-prepare, you over-prepare and then kind of overdo it to where now it's no good. In the same sense of, in this sense, instead of the squirrel can't eat its food, it's just he's hidden it and lost it from himself. So in the same sense, he still lost the food. No, it's not in the same sense. That's exactly what he's done. He's just, he, he lost the food. He's such a cute little, you know what it is? His mind works too fast. Fair enough. He's like. And if you've ever watched a tree, a squirrel darting around on a tree, and I'm not talking about two squirrels that are either playing or in some sort of weird mating ritual and darting around the tree chasing each other, but just a single squirrel just darting up and down a tree, just the very mm -hmm. erratic way that the squirrel moves on the tree. It represents sometimes in our minds where we are at our most unstable, is probably not the correct word I'm wanting, but it's the one I'm going to use, but at our most unstable mind thoughts where our minds are going very erratically and we're going from one thought to the other, allowing either fear or anxiety and stress to uh, rule our thoughts, and we're going, well, what about this? Well, what about this? Well, what about that? Well, well, if that happens, well, then this will happen. Well, if A plus B equals C, but what if C is actually C squared and not this? Oh, wait, but that brings up a whole nother possibility of this. We're like the squirrel darting across the tree, you know, all over the place and actually achieving nothing. And that's one of the lessons that squirrel ties, uh, tries to teach is in these stressful moments, of just surrendering and letting things happen. Exactly. Because the energy you was just speaking of, exactly, except for you were referring, reverting, referring it to a him running up and down a tree and, you know, doing what he's doing in the forest. For me, that is when spirit does show him, like, in the road. Because when his mind's too erratic is usually when he's going to get hit by the car. Yeah, uh... I got a slightly different take on that because I, especially since squirrels showed up in my life, <coughs> excuse me, squirrels typically only go what I call suicide, uh, suicidal squirrel season in the fall mm -hmm. because they're on that mad dash to get all the nuts they can. <laughs> they're, they're like the girls in the slutty cops or the slutty kitten costumes <laughs> on Halloween Trying to get all the nuts that they can can before it's too cold to dress all cute and in skimpy outfits. Watch so what nuts so you collect, lady. So he's taking the squirrel. The physical squirrel is actually taking chances it shouldn't be taken. Where he can get run over by a car, the girls in the skimpy outfits could get you know like herpes and some shit. Yeah, well, see, well, and obviously for you, you should have a different take on it. I mean. For you, when it comes to him being a totem. No, just a guy. But originally, you thought of him as a totem. That's what I originally thought. Yeah, but I mean, he, he still has messages, just not on the same level. Right. But they will cross it from time to time. Oh, yeah. Uh, bear and uh, squirrel get along beautifully. They're exact complement opposites, and that was bad timing for EK to get up. That was a cue. That was a cue. <laughs> <laughs> H H. 
<laughs> He's like, where's my picture? <laughs> <laughs> oh, because you're going to love this one. Because this actually it represents the way these two are in my experience anyway. In your life. Wait to see. What you thinking about? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Just bear stuffs. <laughs> that is cute. He's so adorable. Because, <laughs> you know, when uh, while Squirrel has the it's time to relax and take life less seriously aspect, he's also got the it's time to sit down and get serious and, you know, prepare. Well, Bear also has that taken care of in a way that Squirrel doesn't. Right. And Bear's like, you're cute, buddy. You, you you take care of him on the the, the fun side. I, I got the rest of this. So a squirrel for me gets to do more of the playing. Right, and but that's what I'm saying is is with him being your guide and being with you longer, you're gonna have a deeper a deeper connection, a, a more broadened, wider connection from what I do. He's just got very few messages for me. Like I said, I have so many guides and. And it's, and it's no disrespect to him. It's just I have so many guys that go in different ways, and some of them literally only have one, two, three, and that's all that they have for me because right. I have so many. Where for you, he's such a bigger portion of your life than he is mine. Mm -hmm. So I can't really relate other than when I get the goof off. But like what I said, for me, when he shows up in the road and it's being brought to my attention, that's when I know... Ooh, there's something you don't realize that's about to happen because you're all over the place and you're not really seeing. Where for you, it doesn't necessarily take place in the road. You see it in different ways. Right. But with that being said, some of the uh, symbolic ideas that go with the squirrel is energy, play, prudence, balance, socializing, preparation, resourcefulness, um... Some of it that will also relate it to the sun within energy, sun and a loving animal within energy, is passion, energy itself, expression, vitality. Didn't I have another area? You had three folders. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I thought that I had more under just the, like, associations, but apparently not. I must have stopped there. So let me go back to where I was so that I could see what else I have to say. Anyway, um, that was all that I had under the association, so I thought that I had something else. Real quick while she uh, recalibrates herself, in respect to uh, the communication, uh, those of you who have more the spe uh, the uh, squirrel as a totem versus uh, just a guide, you will find that you are very, very comfortable in social settings. As in, you know, you you can adapt to them very, very quickly. But the people that you meet in these social settings, it, it will take you a bit of time to, uh, you're more reserved about letting someone get close to you. You'll talk to anybody, but letting someone in, that takes a little bit more for you to uh, open that gate of trust. That's funny that what you're saying right there, because when I got to what I was going to speak about next, um, is the symbol, some of the symbolism encourages, you know, to inject more fun and laughter, obviously, into your life, into the world around you, and wonder into the world around you. But also, um, having the squirrel as a spirit animal reminds you to be adaptable. Mm -hmm. Um And that's why I started laughing as soon as you said it, because I was like, yeah, that's pretty much where I was going. And... To be ready to make changes that are changes that you may need in like a moment's notice. At the last second. Uh -huh. And it reminds you also, like Hill Hippie was saying earlier, that with being able to be adaptable at such a moment's notice also helps you connect with surrendering and letting go. Mm-hmm. Um, common squirrel spirit animal meanings. The squirrel, 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 <laughs> the squirrel. That sounds like a form of diarrhea. I really don't want to experience. <laughs> well, that gives my mouth. I'm back to normal, not working. <laughs> the squirrel spirit animal highlights importance of communication and showing respect to the people around you. Um, through the words, the actions, and your behaviors. It encourages you to respect the difference 
to respect differences and to find a way to be harmonious with each other in the situation. Squirrel is also squirrel symbolism also focuses on change and taking changes taking place in your life in general. These changes that will force you out of your comfort zone so that you will grow. These changes These changes what? I'm sorry, I stopped because I'm going, what in the world? I must have ripped off half of the word and I didn't realize that I can't figure out what the word was. But these changes help lighten up the load. and Because it's right there, it's like C-A-R, and I know it's not car, but it doesn't say care, and I can't figure out what that would have been. Okay, sorry. I, I really don't want to chastise you for this, but just read the sentence. And these changes can help lighten your load by getting rid of what no longer serves your purpose. <laughs> See, that's where my create. I looked at it as R, not can. Okay. Anyway. Thank you, logic. <laughs> well, have you not met me? When do I use logic? Fair enough. <laughs> okay, it can lighten your load by getting rid of what is no longer serving you or you find purpose within. Um, like he was saying, is there anything you want to say about that? Nope. <laughs> All right. The meaning of the squirrel, squirrel reminds you to tackle any issues or problems head on instead of ignoring them or pushing them aside. Be honest about your thoughts, your emotions, and don't bottle them up inside of you. Saving up enough, saving up is another important squirrel symbolism. Be mindful of how much you consume when you consume it and what the resources are behind it, as well as working in the situation of finances. Mm -hmm. um, some negative traits of squirrel is having the squirrel totem means that you are prone to erratic behavior. Like I said, this is a lot of what we already were talking about, but I'm going over what it said. Um, you change your mind a lot at the last minute whenever it's yep. about something big or small. Because of your desire to have everything working in an organized manner, you sometimes overextend yourself and end up doing more than you can handle in the first place. And you cannot forget to rest in all that work. Uh, life doesn't have to be serious all the time. That's another part of his message. You can't let that one aspect of him rule the way that you think and behave. I can understand that. says you want to do everything all at once. And this causes you to feel miserable and frustrated. yourself. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. I, I, I fought with that many, many times. Miserable, frustrated, and miserable and frustrated most of the time in general. Frustrated. <laughs> you worry too much and you stress about a lot of things. You can also be brutally honest and hurt other people's feelings. Can you just see me staring at you right now? <laughs> Even that's just even just if it's not intention. That is just as much bear as it is a squirrel. <laughs> so I, I got a double whammy on that one. Yeah, he has no problem just blurting that shit right out there. And it's not because I'm trying to hurt you. It's just because I'm. I do it because I care. If I didn't care, I wouldn't talk to you at all. That's literally the way I operate. No, and I completely understand. But and, on the opposite side of him, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Uh, communication and showing respect to those around you and uh, respecting in different ways, uh, words, actions, and your communications is something you've got to be very mindful of With uh, when S Squirrel is directly with you. Uh, so similar to the tarantula totem, Squirrel wants you to focus on the change taking place in your life. Tackle issues uh, head-on instead of pushing them aside. Don't bottle up your emotions because that's when things become toxic and that's when those negative aspects of the squirrel can start uh, manifesting in your life. That's when you will start having, overextending yourself and having that erratic uh, behavior and changing your mind all the time. Hmm. Okay. Um. I'm sorry. While you was talking, I was trying to find out where I was going next. I was hoping I'd give you enough time. Apparently, I failed. No, you didn't. I just, I was making sure that I wasn't trying to get on the very same subject we'd already been talking about somehow, because we've been a little all over the place. Well, that's squirrel. <laughs> He's all over the branch. <laughs> 
It it's fits. Not, <laughs> like I said, I feel very, like, so. Hey, guys, where's the so? nuts? Oh, where's the nuts? Where's the nuts? <laughs> oh, God. Okay, anyway. Some of the squirrel power animal medicine would be when the squirrel is your power animal, you are gifted with the ability to prepare for the future. Call upon it when you need to plan and organize, obviously. Um, but don't let it all, but don't let all that planning suck, uh, suck your life away. More or less is what you were saying earlier. You need to be able to rest. The squirrel, don't, if you don't, the squirrel with its... More or less, I'm jumping and jump too far ahead. Instead, it goes with the flow and reminds you carefully to reminds carefully despite the task. Hence, the squirrel has the power. Animal also reminds you about the real reason of what it is you are preparing for. So it's about slowing down and keeping your focus on the mark, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like you said, because he's so erratic, but it's it, it's basically he's trying to keep your your mind on the mark of... This the way, it's the way it was written. I was like, it's not coming out through my mouth properly. Uh, you need to plan ahead, yet also at the same time let loose and be less cautious. If that makes any sense to you, then you get squirrel. Because sometimes you can overthink, overanalyze, overplan... And you forget where you stored your nuts. And, fellas, you guys all understand, it's not a good thing to happen if you don't know where your nuts are at. <laughs> That's how you end up with child support uh, cases you didn't know were coming. <laughs> all right. The squirrel as a totem is a sign also of resourcefulness. It means that you may be lacking in... Um, areas of success because you may know exactly how and where to find what it is you need. Your skill at socializing, socializ socialization comes in really handy when it's time for you to, you know, be able to co cooperate with other people. But you may be all over the place at the same time, so it may turn around and make no sense. Right. Um, the squirrel also is a symbol of work-life balance. Yes, it can. Yes, it can throw you off every now and then, but and don't let it catch you by surprise. Yeah, that's basically what this is saying. You know, it can be widely on either side, basically. Um, I'm sorry, I thought you were going to say something. That's what you're looking for. Yep. Shocked. Don't look shocked is what I was waiting to hear. Well, do I have to put them in, uh, Nate, do I have to pre-plan every You sentence? said there were trigger phrases. I, I, I looked at, I looked, I looked are at, not that far apart. I looked at the list of pictures. <laughs> surprised was not one of the words. That Mon guy, that guy looks surprised. Monkey see, monkey do. <laughs> monkey no see surprise, monkey see shock. <laughs> Fair enough. I will learn that for the future. That is such a cute picture. With these little itty bitty hands. Like, you just want to cuddle him and be like, oh. You know? I'm sorry. Okay. Some of the Native American, to the Native Americans, the squirrel is remarkable for its aggression as it works. Through, though small... You can readily hear the sound uh, that it makes during its various activities. Yep. Just, just like he was saying, um, the squirrel is especially when he comes charging at you. That is, I'm sorry, I gotta stop from where what I was reading. This is reminding me of when you, <laughs> uh, uh, like a couple weeks back, Hell Happy and I went into the forest and we were, uh, you know, we were just doing our thing, hiking and stuff, and he went on a. Let me go find Bear in, in his in his thing. And he went into the woods and disappeared. Yep. And he started strolling off a little further than what I could see. And we typically end up wandering off away from him. But about the time that I found him, as I started following him, there was me, and then there was a great distance, a squirrel on a tree, and mm -hmm. then there was him. And the squirrel was just, like, having a whole damn conversation with him. <laughs> 
I think we've mentioned this on a previous episode, so <coughs> I'll uh, I'll go over the bullet points of this story. Uh, we went to the forest. We were warned by uh, by a sign that there was black bears spotted in the area. Okay, cool. We see a bear. It's time to bounce, yo. Bears are higher than us on the food chain. <laughs> so we're walking, and sure enough, I find a great gigantic bear scat. Pope. Pope. <laughs> There's no denying what this was, because number one, the size, and number two, the content. Fire. Yeah. <laughs> so we continue walking, and we're hiking, and we're hiking, and I'm when we're hiking in the forest, I'm always mushroom hunting. If, if it's just a, a scenic stroll through the majestic forest, I'm still looking for my future fungal overlords. And <laughs> I glance off to my left, and I see what I think to be a bear's cub's head. And I'm looking, and it's far enough off to where my eyes aren't the greatest anymore as I'm getting older. It looks like this thing is moving just slightly, so I keep turning, turning, turning. All right, and I was like, you know, if, if it is, I don't want no part of that. We keep walking for about a minute and a half, and I stop, and into the forest I went, walking in that direction. And I'm not... After just saying that, you know, it's time to bounce. Yeah, after saying <laughs> if, if we see signs of bears, it's time to bounce. Uh, no, I start walking into the forest towards where I think I might potentially see bears. <laughs> so I go in... And I'm moving cautiously because, number one, I think there is bears. And number two, I wanted to see them. I don't know why, but I also, number three, didn't want to be eaten. And as I'm moving slowly, I'm watching these two squirrels chase each other. And what appears to be, from my own experience of just watching animals in the forest, it looked like these two squirrels were engaging in a courtship-type ritual, just by the way they were playfully bantering. And the two run up this one tree, and I pass that tree. And there's a good distance between me and this tree at this point. I want to say like 20 yards These uh, are to my uh, rear left. And all of a sudden, just... I can't do a good squirrel bark impression. Otherwise, I would. But that starts, and I snap my head around. And the male squirrel comes running down the tree. Full force. No brakes. Just... Whoa, hits the ground. Comes running right up to me. Stops within two feet barking the entire time and barked for a good 30 seconds to a minute. Looking and, directly at him, man, because I'm watching this. Yeah, I was dying laughing. I mean, <laughs> raised up on its rear haunches, paws in the air. I mean, I don't know if he was doing anything with him because I was just <laughs> flabbergasted as this thing sitting here cussing me out is what it sounded like. And it stopped, and then it starts a cup a nowhere near as loud as it runs off towards another tree. It was almost like he ran down, told me, "What the fuck are you doing, you stupid idiot? You're about to get eaten by a bear." And as you run off, like stupid fucking human beings, what the hell? And that was enough for me to say, "Okay, it's time for me to turn around and go back to the trail and get the hell out of Dodge." And upon meditation and journeying. <laughs> Well, bear is, uh, squirrel has not come to me directly in a journey since then and said, yeah, that's exactly what it was doing. I, I, I sent that guy to say, hey, dumbass, what the <laughs> fuck were you thinking? It, every fiber of my being feels that he was telling me, yeah, you don't need to go back there, dude. Something bad's about to happen. I couldn't help it. Like I said, there was, there was, <laughs> I'm not taking away from his story. I just think it's so fucking funny because, like he said, first thing out of his mouth is, we need to bounce if we find a squirrel. I mean, we, we find anything to do with the bear. Then he finds the bear poop. Then he's like, la da 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 I think I see a bear. la da 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 I'm going into the forest after the bear. And I'm like, okay. See, because this is some shit that I would do. And that's why I can relate. And I was like, okay, I'll just keep an eye from a distance. I was Because well I knew better than to try to keep up with you. I was well armed. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I knew better than to keep up with you. But I'm like, that's some shit that I would do. And so I'm trying to keep just enough... To where I don't lose you in the woods, you know, and and then I hear I, I I see the squirrel come running down the tree, and I'm like, okay, now I see him, and the squirrel's just like, and then gone again, and I was just like, well, he was just told off. I'll just sit here and wait, <laughs> and I just started laughing my ass off because I was like, 
going against everything you just said now. Yep, see, you were being just like me, and I was actually proud of you for being all kinds of stupid. <laughs> hey, man. It's been at least 20 years, if not more. Yeah, probably closer to 20, 22, 23 years since I've seen a bear in the wild. I was missing home. I can understand that. But I just, I couldn't help it because, like I said, I mean, let's face it. You're Mr. Logical Aquarius Man. Right. And I'm not saying that you don't have emotions. It's just you definitely are not ruled by them. You definitely t keep them in check. You're more logical. More often than not, yes. And for you to drop your logic and to just, let me go into the woods and find the bear. I was like. Now he's speaking my language. <laughs> so I, I couldn't help it. But I thought it was hilarious when Squirrel was like, fucking dumbass. <laughs> hey, I, I had a knife to throw and one for each hand. I think I was covered. Well, I mean, it all worked out well. Hey, you haven't. Yeah, I'm, I'm not a piece of bear poop on the forest floor. But, yeah. So anyway, all right. When I get into the Native American uh, guides... When I get into the Native American guides or symbolism of it, you know, the Native Americans also see the squirrel as, you know, remarkable for its aggression as it works. While it is a small little dude, more or less, it is, it is very full of its activities. However, the squirrel can also be deemed as sociable and... Within that sociable ability, it can also be seen as a gossiper, an instigator, and even an annoyance. <laughs> and I can see that depending on the way that it goes down with what's going on with the squirrel. Um, they make up for their work ethics with their courage in a form. It is also, uh, the squirrel also is deemed as a caretaker of the forest. Wherever it is basically seen, it is a talkative nature of the squirrel to be part of the forest in general and to speak in a form for the forest. Its messages can bring importance and warnings to the tribe. And that's why I went into that conversation with Hill Hippie because that's kind of exactly what was happening when we went out that day. I mean, it was speaking for the forest. It was also speaking for the tribe, you know, as a guide to him, you know, and giving him the warning at the same time. So it was, it was the oneness coming together in an actual physical reality. Of you about to become a bear poop, yo. And <laughs> mixed with some fur. <laughs> well, I do have some hair. It had been noticed making it. Look at that. That's bear poop. What is it eating? That's not an animal. Animals don't have hair that long. <laughs> All right. Um. On, uh, on that note, I'm going to go ahead and point out that uh, for the last little bit of the squirrel information is when it comes to problems in your life a squirrel will teach you that the easiest ways to reach your goals is to not stress about them if you have a problem in your life no good yes can you do something about it yes good no then don't worry did you see no, I, oh, yeah. <laughs> he shows me if, if, if you are, get on Patreon, 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 and if you pay the little dollar, like I said, there's a candy bar somewhere you don't need, and, <laughs> and you get that, you would be able to see, because he's given this to me all the time, because while Squirrel is not my guide, when it comes to my being air, being irritated and erratic with kick, I get over, I get anxiety about things and uh, and it pulls me down about situations. And he's constantly showing me the little map. Yeah, exactly. He's constantly showing me that, and I think it's funny that it's not one of my guides in the sense because in that sense, I'm doing exactly the negative trait of him. Right. With that being said, uh, Solar Ham is uh, going to be brief again. Now, on the 8th, <laughs> we did have a little bit of activity. Uh, we had a, 
a KP index of five expected on the eighth, which was Saturday. Uh, we, re- uh, which would be ca- uh, down to like a G1 minor uh, geomagnetic storm. Nothing really came of it. It just kind of blew right past us. As of right now, the uh, sun is very quiet with no visible discs, uh, no visible spots on the disc. Uh, no CMEs have been recorded on coniograph imagery. If you pay attention to this type of stuff on the internet, they're talking about uh, CMEs being recorded on a, on a star outside of our solar system. So on a star that's not Sol, which is the first time they've ever been able to record that, which is really neat reading if you're into that type of thing. Check it out. If not, it is time for Astrology with Lady Stars and Fire. With that being said, um, I'm just curious. You might want to look it up on your phone. I don't know. As I start pulling into the astrology. But I, I when I do astrology, I just look, look at the charts and the information and stuff. And I'm not one of the ones who get into, like, just how close things are to the planet and da-da-da-da-da. As far as, you know, what we can view and see. Right. I just do the astrology with the charts. But I've been hearing all week... Which would, uh, in a sense, would make sense. They were saying that Jupiter's the closest it's ever been. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop you on that real quick. Oh, that's because I figured you're, you'd probably already have a clue on that. That already answers the question of whether or not you have listened to Shock Monkey Radio today. No, or not. I didn't. I was you sleeping. did not. Uh, Madman, here's another free shout out for you. Uh, I actually talked about this in Hill Hippie's Garden on Shock Monkey Radio today. Interesting. I will have to go back and listen. Uh, uh, the uh, Jupiter is currently on the opposite side of the sphere as uh, of the Earth as the Sun is, which is uh, makes it very nice for viewing. It is also right now 100 million kilo, uh, kilometers closer than it normally is, which makes for good viewing. You can see all four of the moons. Uh, potentially, depending on whether or not they're uh, in transit, meaning in front of or behind mm-hmm. Jupiter. If, let's face it, if it's behind it, you can't see through shit. And if it's in front of it, the light reflecting off of Jupiter itself is going to wash out the ones right. in, uh, what's in front of it. Like an eclipse. But they're all talking about how this is the great event to see right now. It's actually going to be closer in July by 20 million kilometers. Really? Yeah. I think that's funny, see, because I was, it came up, you know, like on my Facebook feed, and I was like, well, interesting. I mean, considering the energy that was given to me from Spirit this week was saying from, like, the 8th through the 11th was just going to be like, whoa, 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 in energy, kind of like just aggressive is basically the best way I can explain what the mm-hmm. energy was coming in the spirit was giving me for the week but then I started noticing that other stuff and I was like well if that is true that would actually expect uh, that would make sense because Jupiter is a planet of expansion uh, if that's the case uh, be prepared for it again July 14th and 15th because it's going to be 20 million kilometers closer at that point in time than it is right now because it's yesterday today and tomorrow is when it's at that close approach it'll be even closer in July I'm gonna have to go home and look up that because I know the energies are just gonna keep getting I, I've got the article link <coughs> I can send it to you bef- uh, after the show okay no I'm just saying in general I know the energies from now through. For one, from now until August, as we enter eclipse season, and then we go into the Lion's Gate season, are just going to be maturing and growing. And then it's going to feel like you got over a hump just to start building to another hump that's going to be taking place, you know, before when Neptune goes comes out of retrograde. And... The, uh, Neptune being in retrograde, and I am speaking about that because that's where I'm going to be going into the, with the astrology. Neptune in retrograde isn't really normally that big of a deal. I mean, it's not something that's unusual. It takes forever for this planet to go through a sign. However, it's not been going through, you know, Neptune hasn't gone through retrograde in Pisces with Lilith here since 2010 and 2011. So you're going to be finding energies for the next up until November from 2010 and 2011 kind of resonating, and they're starting to show up now, um, bringing back that energy, and it's of something that's going to resonate more or less helping you sift through changes that maybe you didn't make correctly. 
or stand up for yourself correctly or healing yourself correctly by showing things that bringing it back up because Lilith in all intents and purposes is your erotic temptress. She's the feminine. Yes, basically. She's all about sex. So with her going in, with her, she's been in Pisces, but with her going, with her getting, when Neptune is in retrograde, it and her are coming closer and closer together. Going to be like coupling and crossing over each other. So this is bringing your inner waters over the next until November because it will still be in shadow until the 21st. And I have been warning everybody, if you have some serious decisions to make or over-emotional or over-irritated, you know, within situations, there's probably Neptune right now showing you its shadow side. And that's because until the 21st, it can only kind of see the darker aspects of situations, of how you create magic. Neptune is, um, for all intents and purposes, it's where fantasy smacks you in the face with harsh reality. It's illusion and delusion. It's, you know, nostalgia versus now. It's it's where you go back and forth. It, it, in a form, it's, it's magical. Like you, whenever it is that you're listening to this podcast, it sounds like we're right here talking to you, but we're off doing our own thing in life. You know, magic has its way of being Don't judge weird. Me. You know, it's, it's, it's a way of these are how things happen. So magic has a way of you could create it and however you want. You could see it however you want, but that doesn't make it positive or negative. The planets don't have a positive or negative. Now, with Lilith coming closer to it as they get out of this shadow, you're coming out of those darker aspects. And she's bringing in the sexual energy to this. But... In Neptune being in shadow and starting to go into retrograde, this is talking to your sacral chakra. This is starting to talk to you about how you feel about yourself, feeling good about yourself, coming into a new level. This is where I always refer the sacral chakra to the belly dancer, your inner belly dancer. And, I mean, to each their own, but... And I am not the skinniest person in the world either myself. But my point is, is if somebody is comfortable and secure with who they are and they have balls enough to go out and be, you know, an inner belly, to, I mean, be a belly dancer and work on that, even if to someone else you may be overweight, if you're comfortable and secure enough with who you are, then fuck what those other people are thinking. Because this mm -hmm. is teaching you how to be comfortable with yourself. And if you can't be comfortable with yourself, have a belief in yourself, love for self, then you might as well forget anything you're trying to manifest because you don't believe in yourself in the first fucking place. Right. So this is, this energy that's coming in is going to be bringing you in a new in a new authenticity of finding self. This is coming into finding self through shamelessness and realizing there's a level of shamelessness that you have to experience in order to truly be authentic. Shameless, like the Garth Brooks song? It could be, but okay. I would take it much deeper. I think this is oh, going to okay. go okay. much deeper. I think this is going to be at a level of, 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 of almost crossing to where you've... You, 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 it, it, I'm dancing naked in the forest, y'all. Yeah, I mean, this is going into shamelessly believing in who you are, finding, you know, being able to be proud of who you are, comfortable with who you are, look yourself in the mirror, believe in who you are, but it's going to be deathly close to also jumping over the line and being um, self-sabotage. Self-sabotage, <coughs> in a sense. All right, like you just said. There's a, there's a way of ex expressing yourself and getting to know yourself. But then again, if you're out naked dancing in the forest, or even not the forest, just a freaking park, you know, you might take yourself to jail. The park's a bad idea. But you get my point. If you, yeah. There's there's a point in between being yourself and knowing yourself. And I don't mean saying when to overstep it, but... This is your sexual erotic goddess. Just because she's teaching you how to feel good about yourself and come into your sexuality and, and all that, at the same time, it doesn't mean for you to go out and be a complete slut and fuck everything around. I mean, in one form. I mean, it, there's a level of where it goes from security and building yourself into now we're starting to self-sabotage because we're talking about Lilith. 
Right. So that's the best way I can explain it. With that being said, there is and a full moon. And if you do decide to go out and be that complete slut and fuck <laughs> everything that's out there, uh, feel free to uh, email the madman at <laughs> madman lowercase at fxbgpr.com and tell him the heel hippie sent you. He will be happy to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> the joke is great. <laughs> All right, but you do have a full moon coming up this week. This is mainly for the 10th through the 17th. Um, I am being told this week, before I even get into astrology, you know, we are starting to start to come into that shameless idea. We're starting to come into, um, you know, what I'm getting from spirit as well is, you know, self-confidence within this and finding that it's okay to be confident with being in the spotlight. This is about finding, you know, good luck and abundance within righteousness of your self-awareness all right now a lot of this is going to be coming up and showing itself throughout this week because it's helping you see where you're not necessarily in that aspect because you're coming into a full moon which will take place in capricorn on the 17th which is actually monday but I am saying it's a void, of course, from Sagittarius to Capricorn because it takes place that day. It's moving from Sagittarius into Cap. Now, Cap, on the universal standpoint, is where foundations are created in the outer community. It's also how you um, deal with your careers, your prestige, your honor. And this is setting new rules, walls, and boundaries because even though it's a full moon, it's showing you what needs to be brought to light so that the changes have to be made. That's what a full moon is about. Release, surrender, and let go of what's not serving you. But with that being said, it's moving into Capricorn, like I said, where you have Saturn and Pluto. So this is starting to show you in the outer community where you're not being you. Where you're taking from you because it's an opposition of, um, it's an opposition of that universal fourth house of where the where the north node is and the south node <coughs> are in opposition of each other. What you have to learn in order to move forward. That's the universal fourth house. You can't get rid of yourself versus the community around you and your prestige and your honor and your respect and how you create, you know, the world around you, what's going on in the outer community around you. Where is that not helping you heal? Where is it not serving you? You know, because we're talking about a full moon, it over emotionally working against you. It's going to be starting to, this whole week is building up to showing you where it's not working for you so that you know what changes to start making after the full moon. And it's going to be showing you by rules, walls, and boundaries being a little too close to home, a little uncomfortable. So it's going to be moving. That's basically the whole energy of this week. You do have Mars, the North Node, Mercury, and Saturn and Pluto basically are in opposition of each other all week, even though the moon is moving in. So this is your passion, your action, your aggression, your mercury. I mean, passion, action, aggression, your sexual energy coming from the home and the root of who and what you are and how you feel about yourself, your karmic roots, and what changes you need to make within yourself by breaking old bad patterns, you know, by getting into that energy, your communication with yourself, as well as the sacrificing commitment you give yourself, you know, and it is in opposition with that outer community, with the moon moving in. So all week you're feeling it build. Um, and I am being told by spirit right now, it's a Scorpio energy because I'm running out of time. So Spirit is guiding me in different directions of how to say this. They're saying it's a Scorpio energy, which is also like related to in tarot, which would be like the death card. So they're saying this is more or less a, a death, a birth, and a resurrection. This is a time to start to acknowledge how and what you need to do for that death the rebirth, I mean, for the birth, the death, and the resurrection. Like I said, this has a lot for here on out to do with how you're going to realize those patterns and those patterns and addictions and, and whatnot that you've allowed to grow into something that's no longer serving you and basically change them and reset your roots is what this is really all coming down to for this whole week. Like I said, because I was being shown that by spirit, I'm running out of time. And spirit is saying right now, 
pay attention to what your shadow is teaching you because your shadow is teaching you what you need to let go of. With that being said, much love, everybody. And <clears throat> always remember to uh, check us out on patreon.com slash otherlanddreams. Uh, become a patron uh, for a dollar a month. You get full access to all the video episodes that we've done. You get to see the goofy stuff that we do. You get to see the uh, the new stuff that we're trying now, the upgrades into the studio, the, the graphics that I've pestered EK with all night. <laughs> and uh it's just some good stuff we've uh we're working on expanding and making everything better for a dollar a month you, you're not losing anything i mean it's a cup of coffee that you don't need from the the gas station when you can make it at home exactly like i said it's a candy bar dude that you don't need but also on the other side of things if you are interested in a reading or need any uh you know, information, want a tarot reading, want an astrology reading, want some shamanic work done, you can always look me up at ladystarsandfire.com. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, take from this episode this. Be like the squirrel. Remember to enjoy life while planning for the future. And just make sure you handle your nuts properly. <laughs> May all your journeys be safe. Bye. <laughs> Sacred.